0: What's up, everybody? And welcome back to yet another edition of Ask PJ Braun here at Blackstone Labs. We have a rather short episode for you. PJ is trying to crunch before a doctor's appointment. That's why he's loading up on iso cream. I'm not sure what correlation those two things have together, but we only have a couple questions. And uh, the first one actually comes from a Legion member whom I remember, uh, mostly because I really like his car. Um <clears throat> He says, Greetings, fellas. I'm passionate about racing and all the things that go fast. You have some very nice vehicles. Was it a childhood dream to own those cars or something else that made those cars appeal to you? Have you, have you guys considered doing any of the gumball challenges? You should look into road racing. Once you do a track day, I think you guys will be hooked. Thank you for your time. His Instagram is CarolinaBlueVox, and it's a Blue BlueEvoX.
1: Oh, okay. I have seen that. Very cool. Um, I would love to do one of the gumball ch- challenges. My old partner, Joe has participated in a bunch of those. He's done them in Europe, all over. Um, that would be a lot of fun. I would most likely do that one in my Ferrari. I think would be the funnest car to tour around like that in.
0: Yeah. Um, Honestly, all your cars are pretty uncomfortable after about an hour. <laughs> like, um, the one I, I, I feel I like it, the Ferrari is the, the most comfortable. The, it is definitely the most comfortable. Now – You can't go more than 30 miles in the SLS without The SLS is,
1: is hard. Um, and the other cars, the other two cars, if, if you're – you know, if you want to drive manual for a long period of time, you know that's on you. Well, I
0: haven't sat in the driver's seat of either the Hellcat or the Corvette, but both of those, the passenger seats pretty comfortable. So,
1: yeah, those cars are, are are comfortable. It's just they're manual, so you're going to be moving and driving manual the whole Can't time. Be texting? Nope. Um, yes, it was always a dream. Actually, as a child, it was all a dream. It was all a dream. Um, shout out to Biggie. Shout out to Biggie. He, may, may he be fucking. Rolling consistently over in his grave based on a state of rapping in, in this society. <laughs> consistently rolling. kids with rolling. fucking rainbow-colored hair. Excuse my language. Um, so I wanted to have a Ferrari my whole life. It was my dream. And um, I even had a little Ferrari Testarossa. Back then it was red. But as I got older, and um, I got more obsessed with the colors black and white, um, which actually black's not even a color. Um... A White is actually the absence of color. Right? <laughs> you don't have any Just colors. dropping it on you guys. I don't even have colors. Uh, I um, wanted a black Ferrari very, very bad. And I went into uh, Excel Auto. And they have everything you could imagine in there. And we've done videos over there before. Ferraris, Lambos, all kinds of fancy top-end Mercedes, McLarens, Porsche. And I, at the time... I was on my second nice car. My first nice car was a Mercedes S 500. Had a lot of miles on it, but it was still in great shape. Drove that for a while. And when I came down here, I started doing a little bit better. I had a Panamera 4S Turbo, which was good because it had a trunk, so I could still put all the uh, pros, as we used to call them, in the trunk pedaling those things out and I could go somewhat fast you know it was like a zero to 16 like four seconds car which when you have three second cars sounds slow but it was still a good car it was a good good comfortable car that was reliable and um I had that for about a year and at the time I didn't really have much uh credit history at all so I had to buy like two-thirds of the car cash and I was so mad and Aaron was like I've never seen anybody so like mad over getting something so nice (laughs) I'm like, cause most people don't have to pay for two thirds of the thing up front. And so one thing that was good about it is the guy was like, if you do this right now, the down payment that you're going to make on top of everything else, making these payments, he's like in a year, he's like, your credit's going to be so much higher. And I'm like, I hope so. I was like, you know, thinking about like, man, I can't believe just not having really much credit. I have no debt at all. Um, So then I, I focused that whole situation, made me focus on learning to build my credit but the first car that I got that fits like the wheelhouse of cars that I have was when I took that Panamera over to Excel just to, just to look in the showroom. I told, uh, my old partner, I was like, God, I want one of these, uh, black Ferraris so bad they had a couple in there, four or five eights. And, um, I was like, to be honest, I'd be happy with anything in this room. There's, there's so many cool things in here and I haven't gotten into driving them yet. I don't know, even know which one I want. And, uh, The guy that was the um, not the owner, Scott, but one of the head sales guys, Tyler, he was like, hey, buddy, so uh, that's your Porsche out there? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, what year is it? I told him it was only a year old. And he's like, well, there's a few things in here that you could just trade that in for. And I was like, really? And one of the ones was a Bentley Continental that was all black. I'm like, no way. And when they brought it out, I was like, I can trade them in. he goes, let me run the VIN and see. He was like, not only can you trade it in, but you'd actually get $1,800 back. I was like, what? I'm like, let's do it. And I did it right then and there. So I had a sick uh, Bentley Continental. It was murdered out. It was on 22s. rolling on the bent. Totally like overly tinted windows that I used to get pulled out over for all the time. And this is a hilarious little, the whole reason I'm telling this whole story is that there was the stitching the man in the headrest of the seat. And I figured this must have been some like football player's car or something, some basketball player. Like Who gets the man? Stitched into the headrest on his seat. It had God. a crazy uh, sound system in it. The loudest sound system you ever heard. Like People were like, why do you have this? There, there was not even any trunk left. It was all just like subwoofers. Custom games. built box, yeah. Yeah, nuts. So anyway, I finally was like, hey, are you allowed to tell me whose car this was before me? And they kind of like laughed a little bit. And they were like, eh, I mean, we can if you really want to know. And I was like, I mean, it, 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 who? I'd it? I'd like to know who the man is. I'm like, is somebody from like the, like the Dolphins? And they were like, not quite. Uh, this was actually the situation from Jersey Shore's car. And I think it got, like, repossessed. Do you remember that, Trevor? <laughs> the man. So I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I don't even want to tell anybody this. I don't know now. if you <laughs> watched the Jersey Shore reunion, but I caught, like, five minutes of it, and it was
0: basically the part where he went through how, like, he's <laughs> he's going to court because the government's getting him for tax evasion mm-hmm. or tax fraud yeah. and shit. It's like, oh, that Bentley GC probably yeah. has something to do with it. I, I
1: got that Bentley because of that. So, yeah. yep, there, there you go. Sorry about them 10 years you're looking at. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Next question <clears throat> says, hey, PJ, I've got a couple of questions. From what I understand, all of your pro-hormones pro- are non-methylated and non-liver toxic. Mm-hmm. Does this mean that having a drink while using these subs will not affect the liver or the kidneys any more than what alcohol alone does? I've used other methylated pro-hormones that put a hurting on me with just a couple of drinks. Second question. I've heard that y'all talk about doubling the dose on Chosen One and Can this also be done with Brutal Force, Abnormal, Eradicate? I'm um, considering running the elite DHEA stack and would like to get the most out of it. Thanks for putting out kick-ass products. Keep killing it. Herman, Herman C3789
1: on IG. Uh, well, good questions. For starters, you are correct. And if you're taking something methylated, having alcohol with it is going to be very aggressive on your insides, particularly the liver. The DHEA-based pro-hormones are non-liver toxic. So – although I can't really condone drinking, I was a big drinker, and I can tell you that the alcohol itself will be beating up your liver, not the stuff that you're taking with it. As far as the dosing, there's two ways that I, that I can answer this. One, I can say just follow the label because um, they're designed like that for a reason, but part of the reason why we design the labels the way we do is because we know that you guys are going to take double already. So we we put the most efficacious doses of everything into our protocol or into our regime as far as the way we break things down on labels but it's just like anything else in life you know you can always experiment to see what happens with more there is no long-term medical study that says just that dose of chosen one is the perfect dose for everyone so i know guys that have that have doubled it i know that guys that have tripled it they've gotten great results i also know some people that doubled it and didn't know much notice much more that's more rare but i feel that it's it's The right thing to do is give you both sides. Um, We believe that our dosage will give you good results no matter what. Uh, But by all means, experiment. And, yes, you can do it with protoforce, You can do it with eradicate. Somebody was telling me they were taking, like, eight eradicate a day trying to wipe out their gyno. And they said it actually worked really good. Um, Hopefully, your gyno is not bad enough where you need to be massively dosing the eradicate. But, you know, our serving size on that one is three pills. I've told plenty of girls. You can take a pill in the morning and a pill at night. It'll make a considerable difference for you. And I've told a bunch of guys, look, just do two and two and three in the morning. Do two or three at night. If that helps your no good. Otherwise, you're going to have to get the surgery. You're not going to know until you start really aggressively dosing something like that. When you go to a doctor for something like Arimidex, they'll potentially tell you, okay, do a half of a milligram every three days. Or in a situation like mine, they'll tell you to do a milligram every day. You know, you have to figure out what's going to work for your Everybody's system. Everybody's
0: different. Yep. And different doses for different people. Like uh, when I first strokes for different folks. For different folks. When I first started working here, uh, Lewis in the call center, who is, I think, the person who was taking an entire bottle of Eradicate. But he <laughs> took an entire bottle of Eradicate as we were walking into a festival that he knew he was going to have his shirt off. And he wanted his titties to Did drink. it?
1: Did it instantly work? It did. I personally <laughs>
0: don't think it works like that. But, like, I have to tell you, it is the funniest thing I've ever seen. He, he will take like three or four or like 12 eradicate i've literally watched him eat a handful of eradicate
1: and we've also watched him milk his own nipples
0: dude 20 minutes later he'll be like oh i can feel it like surging (laughs) and working and i'm like no you can't that is not real but uh when i first started working here he was telling me like oh i take a thousand milligrams caffeine every day and i was like bro i think pre-workouts with more than like 250 milligrams caffeine are crazy Mm -hmm. you know like two something years ago and now i'm at a thousand milligrams of caffeine every day and i'm like "Ah, (laughs) that's nothing not do that easy um So the next question, so long story short, different strokes, different folks. Um, Find out what works for you. Uh, Next question says, can you talk more about alkaline water and its uses and benefits? Uh, I noticed on the bottle it lists sodium bicarbonate, which is just baking soda, as the only ingredient. Is it possible to add baking soda to spring
1: water and just make your own? You absolutely can. Um, But what I would suggest is go online and you can do one of two things or you can do both together something I've experimented with myself is order yourself some sodium bicarbonate and order yourself some potassium bicarbonate. So now you've got both sides of the spectrum covered and you're going to actually notice quite a different effect. Um, Also just be prepared that when you add that to your water, it will taste gross because what is actually in the alkaline water is very, very small. So you're going to figure it out on your own. When you start trying to figure out the dosing that when you do too much, it's going to be gross in your water. Now, When you do the potassium uh, bicarbonate, you'll actually notice really, really, really like profound fullness to your muscles. Because that that potassium bicarbonate is going to lock the water into the cells much more. I don't notice that as much with the sodium bicarbonate. However, um, you will be able to hydrate yourself faster with the sodium bicarbonate. And one of the big things about keeping your body in an alkaline state, like... Cancer can't grow in an alkaline state, so there's many numerous, you know, health benefits that are not proven. You can't you can't say oh this this in theory yeah, but in theory, you know, uh, cancer grows in an acidic environment as well as another other many other not another many other bad things that can happen to you. So you're putting your body in a state where it's primed for success, Uh, and that goes all the way to to your skin. It's in theory the best for your skin if you could shower with it. Uh, You would have clearer skin, you know, less acne, things like that.
0: Pure your pineal gland or whatever.
1: (laughs) There you go. So um, it's very, very, in theory, good for many things.
0: So um, I think we're getting down to the last two or three. Um, This question is definitely something that I I think could have been just found online easily. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a list of 11 of our products, and they want to know which of these products can be cycled and which ones can you take indefinitely. Let's run them down. I'll fire them out fast.
1: Paraburn. Cycled. orthobolic. Take it for the rest of your life.
0: Gear support with
1: HRT. Take gear support for the rest of your life, too. Eradicate. Whether with- you're on HRT or not, eradicate should be cycled. Recomp. Unless you're on HRT and you're not taking an aromatase inhibitor, Recomp should be cycled. Uh, glycolog. That's an interesting one because I suppose you could use it every day if you're using it conservatively. You're just going to train your body to really rely on that. So it's, it's like if you're a diabetic and you're taking insulin or metformin, you have to take it, you know? So if you put yourself in a position where your body is not going to be utilizing those carbs and that glycogen the right way, you're going to notice a big difference without it. That being said, you could use that when you're around. And
0: just because we're going to get a million questions on next week from that answer right there, glycolog does not make you diabetic.
1: <laughs> and also, glycolog uh, 10. 10. We'll save you money,
0: <laughs> and also paraburn ten, orthobolic ten, gear support ten. I mean, we know. The fuck um, and why is my ringer? On? Your
1: ringer. Um, hype. Uh, sype to, <laughs> I'm hype. does not need to be cycled. Resurgence, resurgence does not need to be cycled. Chosen horse or tra- chosen, chosen horse. horse. We did that. We did that the other day
0: too. Uh, <laughs> what
1: about what about brutal horse? Trojan horse and br- brutal horse. I dated a brutal horse a couple of years ago. <laughs> Some people called her a swamp donkey. Uh, <laughs> chosen uh I so chosen one does need to be cycled. Trojan horse does not need to be cycled. Methiquad. Needs to be cycled. Truth. All righty. <clears throat> boom. I like those those speed round questions. Boom, 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 boom.
0: All right, next up. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to give the people what they want. I'm an ambassador for another company that shall remain unnamed at this time, unless you really want to know. They give me a killer discount, so I don't want to bash them. But who else in the industry is giving the people what they want like Lord Braun? I have a question regarding the efficacy of the DHEA supplements based on body size and weight. I'm 6'5", 235, about 13% body fat. My question is, does weight and overall size of a person have an effect on the result of the DHEA? I'm trying to crack that elusive 10% body fat threshold. And I would do a stack of Trojan Horse, Paraburn, Chosen One, and Methquad. I respond very well to carb cycling, so I'll stick with that. Side note, I just turned twenty eight and I have noticed a pretty huge decline in my libido. I had blood work done for about six month about six months ago and everything was well within normal levels except for liver enzymes, stupid genetics. Should I be worried about other things about things other than natural aging for the rapid decrease in my drive, I'm assuming my free test is just declining with age. Peace out, bye, Grant.
1: Well, you're, of course your free test is going to be declining with age, but you're only 28. So had you, if you're already using any kind of pro hormones, any kind of steroids, any kind of DEA based pro hormones, you're going to see suppression in your natural testosterone levels. So you're going to feel much different when you're on those versus when you're not on those. I would suggest with what you're doing to also add in the apex male. So you have that baseline, no matter what. And that should keep your testosterone in a normal range. Or you could add in some Entice because Entice is made for your boners. And it's also made <laughs> uh, to enhance your sex drive. It's, it's got good testosterone boosters in it. So it's um, Now, the, the beautiful thing about about testosterone is that the size of the person is actually irrelevant. So something like uh, testosterone sipinate, for instance. 200 milligrams is going to get you, me, Jared, Trevor. We're all going to get what 200 milligrams is going to do to our bodies physiologically out of it. Now, the actual size of your body is irrelevant. Your genetic makeup is what matters. So you could take somebody that's 200 pounds and you could take somebody that's 150 pounds and those two guys could get completely different results. But then you could take another guy that's 200 pounds, another guy that's 150 and they could get the opposite results. It's all going to be individual specific. So with you being a big guy, you do not need to take more of those things you should get good results from the doses that they're at if you're not happy with your results you can certainly try a different one but um whatever your hormone number numbers are let's say your testosterone let's just say your testosterone levels came up at 500 you could add something in like apex male maybe it'll push it to 600 or 700 well that extra 200 is going to be what is giving you the boost it has no um there's no relevance to, to your weight. I mean, I, I've seen guys that are very young with low testosterone. I've seen guys that are that are old with high testosterone. So if your if your sex drive is down, I mean, I'm I'm curious of what your actual numbers were, um, or if they told you that you were okay, but you were on the low side of okay. You should feel feel better on on the stuff that I'm telling you to take, though.
0: I just have to point this out to you real quick. This dude took his Mustang and put Ferrari tail lights on it. What? <laughs> It, I'm not gonna. It doesn't. Look cool, cool,
1: coolest Mustang owner ever. It doesn't
0: look bad. Yo,
1: that's hilarious. It really doesn't. Look that's bad. really funny. His name on Instagram is Ferrari Stang. That is so funny. I mean, yo, Trevor, have you seen this? Honestly, dude, me. I'm gonna be dead up honest with you right now. Somebody just tagged me. In that's like power. the best looking Mustang I've that ever is seen. The best looking Mustang. It really, really is.
0: Mustang. It almost looks like Ferrari was just like, you know, we'll help you guys a little
1: bit. The, well, the ass end kind of looks like like a, a Ferrari, and he lowered it, and he put some good wheels on it, which is another thing I don't really see Mustang owners doing. By the way, shout out to, I believe it's uh, Blown Candy, um, who reached out to me and was like, not all Mustang drivers are assholes. I think I said that on the radio last week. But have
0: you crashed into any crowds of people?
1: Nah, Because you, you don't have
0: to be an asshole to crash into a crowd of people. <laughs> some of that shit is accidental. And he
1: actually did have a nice Mustang, so. No, they're not all assholes. Um, we finally got up to the last question. I know we got to get you to that doctor's
0: appointment. Let's do it. So it says, hello, Coasts PJ and Josh. I heard last episode you cried out for the girl, man, because you only got muscly questions. No worries. I see you as more than just a muscular stud bull husband. I think that creativity is erogenously attributed to only to artists. See, just like a musical composer brings many instruments together in a new way that creates a beautiful melody, a NASA scientist brings together various tools to mix in a different way, which put together, which put together takes us to the moon. This question was originally for Lady Salvagna because she's composed novels, but because of what I wrote, I'd really like your experience on this too. Is there something you've done when getting good business ideas, some noticeable pattern? Do you do something when you want to open your mind? Where do you think good ideas come from? I think I'm just a radio that translates invisible vibes into concrete ideas, so not my ideas. Also, what are your spiritual religious beliefs? Has any particular experience changed your beliefs? I believe that just like a kid can't grasp the concept of one plus one equals two. So it has to be taught with visual representation of apples. My little mind can't fully understand the grandioseness of the universe and God. So I understand it through Apple equivalents, which are angels and stuff. And by God, I mean, Emperor God, Emperor Trump, Hugh, Hugh, Hugh. It's just a funny joke. Love you both. Thank you very much for taking your CEO time to our, to respond to our silly questions and for agreeing to collab.
1: Here it is. I will. It's actually an easy answer. <laughs> I like how he said, "Is there something you can do to free your mind?" We, we smoke massive amounts of marijuana. Um,
0: that's not true. No, that's not. I true. try to get him to smoke all the time, but he won't. I can't. I wish
1: that I could free my mind. Um, my mind is like trapped, mind blowing inside a, inside a bottle. Um, I'm a genie in a bottle, baby (laughs) I love Christina It's been
0: so long since I've heard that
1: Yeah Remember when she was dirty and she came out with a little schoolgirl outfit? I remember that you're not going to make this doctor's appointment Dude, it's right up there (laughs) Um, So here's the thing I would like to say That there's something that I do To open up creativity But there isn't I'm just a creative guy So fucking chew on that Nah, I'm just kidding I feel like a lot of
0: it comes from joking
1: so like I was, times. that's, that's what I was about to get into is so most of my ideas, and I have found this many funny people. Like when you look at certain comedians, even if they play like a, a dumber character in a movie are very intelligent and it, it takes a certain level of intelligence to come up with these comedy skits that these guys come up with. Right. Cause there's a lot of creativity That goes into it. They're using their creativity to make people laugh. So one thing I've always enjoyed doing is make people laugh. I think Josh is the same way. And many of my better ideas, because they're coming when you're laughter and humor, unless you're fucking like Tom Green just doing dumb shit, is coming from the same part of your brain, that creative part of your brain. So we usually will be joking around, laughing, making each other laugh on something, and ideas will flow from that, and then we'll be like, you know what? Let's actually do this. And that's how it used to be with Aaron Singerman and I also. Um, It would be usually me making him laugh and – Afterwards, he'd be like, Actually, that was a really good idea. And I'd be like, Yeah, it was, wasn't it? And then we would turn it into our next product. That's how most of the products were named. That's how we did our first pre workout. That's how the superset
0: shirt was, was Super thought up shirts, originally. It yep. was
1: PJ had never heard of Supreme. Mm-hmm. And once he found out what Supreme was, the first thing that he thought was we should just do a
0: Blackstone Lab shirt like that. <laughs> so we you know, got, got to work thinking.
1: Next thing you know, that shirt was out. That was one of those things that actually happened around here when it comes to the pair.
0: you uh, know. Things happen.
1: We got some other really cool I stuff. One.
0: I wish I had my keychain on me. That thing is awesome.
1: Ooh, if you guys haven't seen the keychain. I got to say, I've
0: been using a Blackstone Labs lanyard for two years, and I, I thoroughly enjoy replacing the, uh, the the pool before flight. These are awesome. Yeah, they're really nice.
1: Um, we have numerous shirts dropping. By the time this podcast is out, now nah, the, the, the camel ones won't be out yet, right? No, None no. of those coming out next no. week? No. Next week, right? No. No? I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> It was supposed to, to be you. this week. I'm just walking with you Actually, I I just know I got my
0: samples in. Oh, did you? <laughs> what, but are they large? No. No, they're small. So we can't even
1: wear next them. Week. We can barely put those on our arms. Well, we we will have two camo shirts coming out very soon. Probably next week. Hopefully. Then we'll have someday, we'll actually also have a black camo shirt someday. But Josh and I have already proven that it is, it is something that can be done. Not Sunday, but someday. someday. And someday. then we have another... Cool little little spin on uh, modern fashion that you'll see from us as well. We're just taking it to the top. Yeah, I mean, like... We got Blackstone Yeezys coming out soon. We're about to collaborate with Yeezus. <laughs> that is actually not true. I hope that I cannot get in trouble for saying that. It actually is true. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not <laughs> collaborating with Yeezus.
0: But he has reached out. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> doesn't th- even own the trademark
1: anymore. Really?
0: Of course oh, they oh, did. That's how they opened up that store. Them house. Chinese got in there and stole it. All those Chinese, they're mixers. smart. They're using their Chinese mixers to clog up all their PWO Max. <laughs> and I think on that note, we're going to go ahead and leave you guys yep. with a peace out by.